1: What's good guys? You're listening to the Everyday Struggle Podcast. Of course, I'm Nadesca here with the homies Wayno and DJ Academics. looking back at one of the most drama-filled weeks we've had since Drake and Pusha T went at it back in May. Just a heads up, you can expect a lot of Nicki Minaj on this episode. The Queen dropped her fourth album on August 10th with her eyes set on a number one debut, but when it became clear that Travis Scott was going to outsell her during his second week on the charts with Astroworld, things went left quickly, with Nicki throwing blame in every possible direction. Anyway. What changed? So, look, Nikki was... Dis- tell us why she was disputing the numbers in general. We spoke about this last week, sort and, of bundling tour tickets, merch.
2: Republic is fucking trash.
1: Okay. I don't know
2: how they let their, <laughs> one of their top five artists catch this public embarrassment, but Nikki hopping up in, in the comments section, clearly she thought the numbers was going to be different. Mm-hmm. I actually rounded it up. The number I got was 187, but I knew the barbs. So, so to, to get a little error, I said 190. It was really 185. And
1: um, Why are you blaming the on Republic?
2: Because every artist, just like I have sources that tell me the numbers, mm-hmm. these artists, they work for labels who spend millions on stats. They know the numbers before I do. Mm-hmm. So if Nicki's on Instagram disputing the numbers, somebody at her label would be like, no, babe, it's not what you think it is. It's really like in that range. She thought it was fake news and... For me I had to stand on my credibility so when the numbers came out to be a little 5k lower she was right it was a little bit it was fake news a little bit right it's fake news I said <laughs> 190 was 185 but still the embarrassment continues cuz she was trying to insinuate that it was going to be much higher but no sorry yo um I just think at this point somebody needs to take Nikki's phone from her
3: right or she needs to take her phone from herself I think she needs to get off of social media um I said before that it seemed like this whole thing was like a bit of a breakdown Right, that she can't she couldn't take, like not being the hottest. And you're not always going to be the hottest. Right. I mean, she's been in for 10. Right. A kid that was 10 years old, 10 years ago is 20 now. Mm-hmm. They're not into the same shit they was into when they was younger. You know what I mean? And, and things change. Um, I actually looked up this morning. I looked on Billboard and other than Fifi. She doesn't It's not one record from her album in the Hot 100, right? Now, I'm just judging by the music, because everybody's, com- I, I want not compare her album to Travis's album Hold on, to that
2: because again I want to be very factual today. All right. If you looked at the charts, I looked at the Hot 100 chart. That's gonna to update tomorrow. Tomorrow, okay. So, so well, you, as of this morning, yeah. Well, that's for last week. So she wasn't okay, even okay, eligible. Okay, yet. So her album wasn't even out yet. Oh, so right, right. tomorrow the songs that should have charted will chart. Okay, so because because Travis' whole
3: album is in it. Oh yeah, of course. His whole album is in there, You know and um. At the, like I said, at, it looked like she's just catching a breakdown, like yeah. she can't control herself. So look,
1: not, it's, if Nicki dropped and didn't have a number one album, it's definitely not the end of the world, right? But she titled mm-hmm. the project Queen, right? There's a big statement here, and we can tell just from her actions that this means a lot to her. So let's start with uh, some of the tweets. So look, she got at everyone because the numbers didn't really match up. So here's her saying she put blood, sweat, and tears into writing a dope album just for Travis and Kylie to basically... Tease people to come out and see their baby to sell more records. She said she even called up Travis Scott and told him she had the number one album. Can you guys imagine how that conversation went? <laughs> Nikki calling up Travis to dispute numbers over merch. If they sales, don't have
2: then- this conversation on keeping up with the Kardashian. I'm done with E, bro. Like, <laughs> there's some clown shit right here, man. I had the number one album? Imagine Travis Scott. It's like, Nikki, You're right, sis. You got it. You got it. No, you don't have it. Let me tell you that. That tweet was so fraudulent. I don't know how... I don't know if the barbs are allowing Nikki to get away with this. And I listen, I was disagreeing with you last week. Mm. I said, this ain't no breakdown. She defended her legacy mm. because I co-signed her still to this day, getting that niggas like Safari, who even insinuated <laughs> that they wrote for her. You know why? She's going to go down as one of the best female rappers. And if a nigga's taking your credit or try to muddy your legacy, get it straight. OK, but that was last week. How do you feel this week? But you were on to something. Okay. So I'm here to come to tell... I'm here done. to tell you you were right. Okay. Because after this, yo, she's blaming... Everybody. Kylie Jen... Like, that's Travis Scott baby mama. <laughs> and a baby. He's newborn. I don't even think the baby's been on this earth for, like, at least, like, 200 days yet. <laughs> she's a... Bl- this is so hypocritical because... If we really want to be on that type of thing, to to say, oh, well, you're using these people to gain sales. She has
1: some really famous friends that
2: she's leaned on. Cut that out. Nikki. you dropped a song called Barbie Dreams. You named every nigga from here to Sri Lanka. Like, what are you talking about? You named every nigga. (laughs) That's the most name-dropping
1: song ever. it's a great song.
2: Cool song. It's it's, it's cool. But you're saying that you can name-drop everybody. Like, we thought it was a diss song at first. That's why the whole, oh, she said this about me. She said this about... No, it was a playful song. But nobody really gave you flack for that because mm-hmm. that was dope. We all said it was a great homage to, mm-hmm. of course, Biggie. That's great. Yeah. You you tell me, I think his baby moms can't support him? Mm-hmm. You got a child? You're blaming your number one on that? A I guess what,
1: what counts as cheating, right? So if she says uh, asking fans to come out and see Kylie and the baby was cheating, what about the bundling, your merch and the tour tickets and all of that? None of that is considered cheating. It's just weird to sort of play the game and then be mad at the game. I
3: feel like she hasn't adapted to today's game. And the Four years off. I mean, for, to take four years off and still come in at number two, and do number like she did still did good numbers. She just hasn't done the numbers that she's used to doing. Yeah, that's the shock to her. To her, she's like,
1: making it yeah. uh, a big, a bigger deal it, than I feel like it, it actually needs to-
3: is. Like she's making it a bigger deal because if she didn't say nothing right. and just let people totally judge the music and not talk about writing and all this other shit, mm-hmm. will we even be having any of these conversations? No. Nah. No, but she feels like she's been bullied and media has been on her back and not supporting her or trying to push other artists to the
2: forefront.
1: Like I, Drake, like push other artists like Drake to the forefront, cause he also caught, caught an L in this apparently.
2: This is a PR nightmare for whoever is on Nicki's PR team. And I thought Karen Civil was down in that camp, but I will never <clears throat> attribute some of the just craziness I'm seeing here to Karen Civil. She would never go sign this, I can't imagine. Mm. Nicki out here is really going out sad. And I'm watching her just try to like pinpoint everyone and just try to place blame.
1: So here's the next set of blame. Can we pull up the Drake set of tweets? So she was upset about Travis for his promo. And you remember when Drake's album dropped? Of course, that did extremely well. He wasn't a lot of playlists. But here she is saying, Look, Spotify put Drake's face on every playlist, but they told me they'd have to teach me a lesson for playing my music 10 minutes early on Queen Radio over on Apple. Then she followed up. I mean.
2: <sighs> what, what I will say is this because the funny thing about. There's a c- conspiracy online. I don't know if you guys have heard this. What? There's an Atlantic conspiracy. If you if you say anything critical of Nikki, Atlantic is paying you. Trust me. This is, a, <laughs> this is a conspiracy. This is one that she is suddenly almost kind of supported, and her fan base is running with. Mm-hmm. Me, luckily, I got no horse in the race. Travis Scott could get it too. By the way, and let's be very clear. <laughs> let's be very clear in terms of your last question: Are they cheating? Today. I know. If they're cheating, they're both cheating. The thing is, you know why Nikki's mad? Nikki tried to cheat but got called by the teacher.
1: Right. And I don't want to say cheating. Travis, Travis Scott, Scott got an A. Maybe that's not a great a. word. Yeah. N- and you're no, play- they're playing no, the game. No, I'll it's use It's the cheating. game. Okay.
2: It's, 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 well, it's not really cheating. You're right. It's the game. Just, they're playing the game. The game is evolving. Mm-hmm. Travis Scott planned for the game, or planned to cheat, whatever you want to call it, months ago. Mm-hmm. So what Nikki was really c- complaining about, and by the way, this is 100% why she came up with my comments about fake news. She thought that her cheat would go through. There's a bunch of bundles that she did. Mm -hmm. She was tweeting out merch. Yo, here's the title link. Here's the this. I got
3: the collab. I
2: got the... Yo, she had everything. This Mm -hmm. is, you know,
3: the whole thing about this is, like, she dragging herself through the, like, the court of public opinion. Like, she's dragging herself through this shit. And it's like, once you give, you giving yourself a chance to be judged by everybody. And I feel like a lot of people, there's a lot of people that couldn't wait for Nikki to have, like, to slip off her pivot a bit. But... If she's saying that Spotify is trying to teach her a lesson, like, who did you upset at Spotify prior to that? Because if they supported you, they just support you.
2: That's how I feel. Um, Did the, the Queen radio thing didn't play last week? I don't know. She's been having Queen Radio. Everybody and their mama showed up. You know I, the crazy thing? Is she even had Kim K show up to Queen Radio. It's just crazy. She, she could get mad at, at, at Travis Scott, baby mama, for tweeting something now. She had everybody. I think maybe Michelle Obama was there. I don't know.
3: Another question I had is, like, you know, she's being so big and critical about the whole writing and nobody never wrote for me thing. Mm-hmm. But a couple months ago, she was saying about how y'all need to get off that writing shit when it come to Drake. Right.
2: Right, like, like y'all
3: need to get off of that, but we were able to hit reference tracks for Drake, mm-hmm. right? But she kept saying, "Ain't no reference tracks for me, ain't nothing for me." But what does that matter right now? Like, what, what, the, all of that, none of that matters. And like I said, these is not bad numbers. It's just that she put herself in this position by trying to put it out there that oh, I'm better because
2: I write my shit. Right. Hey, what's the difference between what she's doing and what Kanye did? Owen oh, Kanye ran up <clears throat> on stage and basically like, yo, Travis Scott won. And all you're doing is trying to say, no, I really won and disrespect him. Mm-hmm. You're right. Some shit counted for him. That didn't count for you. Whoop-dee-doo. But- and by the way, it's because last minute, let's keep in mind, like, these little gimmicks and tricks that were so overplayed and just, like, they look so whack. Mm-hmm. Your album wasn't doing good. Your first week... You, th- th- the labels, they're so strategic and they could tell how much you're going to sell. Mm-hmm. So much ahead in advance. So when I tweet out, like, projections... They know that way before me. The first day, Queen numbers weren't looking good. You know what happened? Nikki? you on press. Go do everything. Talk to Flex. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. You get me? Still not looking good. We need some other shit. This is midweek. This is crisis mode. If this is not crisis mode, tell me what it is. Midweek, we're dropping merch. Travis Scott, been, like he announced that he was dropping merch before his album. Right. So he was prepared. Right? So don't get mad at him because she's right. Travis Scott sold 250 Thousand units of merch, which counted for albums. Mm. You know why his label pre-bought two hundred fifty thousand albums, right. and they matched it up with merch because you know why they wanted to do this little finesse or whatever you call it. You try to do this midweek, except it wasn't. It didn't go through. Mm. So don't. You can't be mad at them, and. Just watching her blame everyone again, even the Spotify thing. Hey, Spotify. Yeah, and now like is it
1: me. like you're burning yeah. bridges? Does Drake feel away about this? Well, I guess their relationship aside, they have whatever. But like, going at the media, which we'll get to next. Going at Spotify, at you taking shots at everyone. Is it worth burning the bridges now?
3: The whole thing about it is, if the shit was fire,
2: it'd be fire.
1: Eventually, Spotify did respond to Nikki's allegations, clarifying that they supported her with several playlists and even a billboard in Times Square. But Travis Scott had not a damn thing to say in response, even after she took the insults to a whole nother level during her Queen radio show on Beats 1. Travis Scott wins ho nigga of the week by a landslide. And it's because Travis Scott is out here selling fucking clothes and got y'all thinking he's selling fucking music. What we not gonna do is have this auto-tool man coming up here selling fucking sweaters and telling y'all he sold half a million fucking albums because he didn't. You played your fucking self also for having your fucking friend come on the internet talking up for you. You stupid fuck.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you got something you wanted to say?
1: Uh, uh, <laughs> what exactly? All right, look, they, we have a lot to talk about here, but... Holy this shit! Like this it. listening to this yesterday was my mind was blown. Right? We know that Nikki feels away about the sale. She's been going off on Twitter, etc. But I didn't think it would go this far on Korean Radio. But maybe I was the only one who was surprised.
2: Well, did we announce who she gave the uh, cocksucker of the uh, day award?
1: Well, did she? She teased it and the secret hater of the year award. But I don't think she handed those out. Those yeah, no, award? I think those are That's still it. to come. Still That's to come.
3: It. Nikki is a motherfucking player hater. Man. <laughs> You cannot hate the player, hate the game, my nigga. Travis Scott ain't do nothing but put out a good piece of product, and he was ahead of the game when it came with how shit is moving today. Now, it seems like she tried to use whatever she could to sell her album in the end because Fifi wasn't originally the part of the track list, right? Mm. Ended up getting added. Um, she tried to add her merch, which she had Virgil do, right? Like off-white nikki tees. who's yeah. not buying those and reselling them? i pre-ordered a fifi sweatshirt no cap <laughs> no cap i needed that i'm just saying man, listen that. man at this point it's bad to see like this type of shit with her man like i never thought in a million it's one thing to defend yourself and all that but to call him a whole ass nigga the beef with the baby. She
1: called him a stupid fuck. So uh, she did address all of that. She's like, look, I know the internet has jokes that I have beef with Stormy, but she doubled down. She's like, once Travis and his team found out I was about to have the number one album, he hit up Kylie to tweet about the baby. I, it-
2: Guess what? And, and let me tell you this. And, and again, I ain't no parent. Well, y'all better, better be glad that Kylie's like white or whatever she is. It's, <laughs> a black parent would allow maybe one time Nikki mentioned her like a hundred day born child's name you go going on radio and putting her in your rent? Nah, man, that's a fade. It's fade time. Fade time. Fuck all that.
3: Well, well, man. Here's the whole thing when it comes to this shit, right? So what he hit, Kylie? That's his girl, mm-hmm. right? Everybody always scrutinizes, well, people be hiding their girls and hiding their families. So what if they said, come see us? She's supporting her man. Now we're going to scrutinize that? Right. Don't hate the player, hate the game. It's sad to see Nicki on some play-a-hater ha- play shit.
1: Right. I think one of you made the point that uh, cosign doesn't necessarily mean you're going to do great. Tyga I had all the cosigns. That doesn't mean he was going to sell at the time, right? So she's calling him auto-tune man. And it's interesting because she has good relationships with a lot of people who are close with Travis. But anyway, she says all of the backlash is because people think she shouldn't speak up for things that are unfair because she's rich and famous. She claims a lot of rappers feel this way, that they're angry about things like this, but they're scared to speak up. Do you guys think that's true? That's one thing
3: it's one thing to speak up because of certain things and all that, but to insult. Like you throwing insults, you calling names, mm. auto-tune man, Ho ass nigga, sucker nigga, whatever it is she called. you don't have a to call. She didn't call him a cocksucker. No, the
2: no. no, no, but, but we gotta name the awards but
1: right. But that's not the right one.
2: Yeah,
3: right. Oh,
1: There's three, she only gave up one. The,
2: well, well, she said the runner-up was Charlamagne. Mm. But But th-
3: this is like, you don't have to, like I said yesterday, why do you have to turn out the lights in the motherfucking warehouse so you can shine? If we talking about music, let the music speak for itself. Because one thing you can't say is that Astro World is trash. You can't say that no matter who tweets the shit. So what happens when people, who tweeted? Well, let me not even go there with that. But she has enough to tweet her own shit. Right? She has all the followers. If the music and the barbs supported her the way that they fucking slander people all day Mm -hmm. with nothing to do, Just hitting people up and disrespecting their children and their lives. If they put that energy towards the music, maybe we have more streams. Maybe we had a number one album, but you cannot hate the player. Hate the Reverend motherfucking Wayno game. Was kicking game right now. Hate I like the it. motherfucking game.
1: Thing. Look, everyone caught it. So smoke, smoke Perp, yesterday we played the video of him speaking out, saying Nikki was bugging for what she said to Travis. He also caught it in there. She basically said there was a lot of mumblers and cacklers. I did 200K in my first week. That was a round up. I heard that there were people who were mumbling and cackling. rounding up, Who right? can't do... Who so can't, I said
2: 190 it was fake news. It was 185. Now she rounds up.
1: Yeah, so she's saying people can't even put up record stop. But let's talk about it for a second. So she's essentially accusing... Travis of cheating. Let's break it down. So like Wayneo mentioned, the Fifi ad did her tour tickets. Were th- those going to count before they got rescheduled her merch? What's actually cheating? Like what did Travis do differently? Like.
2: I'm choking the soul shit up as cheating. And by the way, again, I said on Twitter, this is a steroid era of streaming. People are doing new things and they're reinventing ways how to get their numbers up and Billboard and Nielsen, because they don't know how influential some of these motherfuckers are, and they're like, well, if you could show us that music is somehow involved, we'll count it, mm-hmm. right? So Travis Scott got his finesse off, Nicki tried to get her finesse off, and I guess that's where my problem is, because if Nicki, because Nicki is doing the classic Azalea Banks stunt, you know what that is? This is an Azalea Banks cycle. I'm bitter, because I'm not successful at whatever, by the way, Nicki is successful, very successful. Very. But, I'm bitter at something that didn't go my way. So, you know what? I'm going to blame people not liking me. I'm going to blame the system. But I'm not going to keep that same energy with everybody I don't like. Right? So, for example, she's talking about this, hey, how the fuck are you selling sweatshirts and it being counted in music? Well, Nikki, you tried to sell hoodies and you wanted that counted as music as well. Also, you were selling tour tickets. That was going to count as well. You just didn't do it in the way Travis Scott did it. But... If she's keeping the same energy, is she? I wonder, because I'm going to tune in to, to Queen Radio next time. I can't wait. When's it back on? I don't know, but I can't wait. You know why? Because I want to see if the whole nigga of the day award goes to Ariana Grande, her BFF, mm. who's also selling and bundling shit. There is a fanny pack bundle. You ever heard that? The oh, fanny, fanny pack. pack. I, need you fanny pack. I, need, I need a fanny pack. You make that up? I need a fanny pack from it. Ariana Grande. Now, let me give you the, the breakdown. Okay. Be- because, again, she was scheduled to come out. Queen was supposed to drop. By the with way, Eric
1: one- she said if she did drop the same time, she didn't care about having the number one album. But now she's going to war over it, which is a little bit confusing. Yo,
2: because you know why? Because because Travis isn't her BFF, and pretty much ain't her uh, Ariana maybe, maybe. on the same label. They would have <laughs> did the finesse together. So what, once it worked for both of them, it would have been great. That's but somebody else cheated better. It's like the equivalent of saying when you get caught by the teacher saying, "Yo, teacher." We all cheat on the test. Even the nigga you gave the A to. Right, yeah. It's ridiculous. Yo, Nikki needs to, she got to stop the blame game. This blame game she's on is really weird. And I'm not going to stop until she calls out her BFF, Ariana Grande. Everybody's doing it. It's not just Travis. But the the
3: thing is, the thing is this, right? All right, he's selling sweaters or whatever the case may be. We're talking about hip hop as a culture, right? Doesn't that go into style? Right, doesn't that go into style? I mean, a lot of these merch items used to be promo items that when I was in high school, these niggas would pull up at the school and give you free hoodies Mm -hmm. or give you free t-shirts because they wanted you to buy a CD. Now it's packaged because people can't buy music physically so they want some sort of physical aspect or physical experience. Somebody wants to have something to hold in their hand because they're not buying vinyls the way they used to. They're not buying tapes, they're not buying CDs. They're streaming. So what's the problem with giving somebody some sort of experience that gives them a connection to the artist? Don't hate the player, hate the motherfucking game. If Nicki would have been ahead, like you said, right? Remember, she was like, yo, she tried to do this last minute. Right. If she would have been ahead, and because I found out that she was doing the um the off-white shit with Virgil. Midweek. Maybe they, yeah, yeah, midweek. If people would have known that an off-white collab with Virgil was coming, or Virgil designing the merch, or whatever the case may be, was coming with the album, way more people would have jumped on that, would have equivalented to way more sales, which if you would have had the number one album based on that, Remember, she's fighting against Travis second week, not his first. Right. We ain't even talking about his first week, right? We're talking about the second week. For him to be called the whole ass nigga, all this name-calling, it's out of pocket. It's out
2: of pocket. Ch- Ch- again, Travis is handling this way better than I would believe most rappers would. But you know what? When, when you're watching someone who's on downward spiral mm-hmm. and probably doing the worst... The worst rollout I've seen, I, I can't name another rapper who had a worst rollout. I mean, Kanye, he gets on some crazy shit, but a lot of times it's not surrounding him pushing the music. Right, besides. It's just him just on some shit, right? Yeah. It's just old-fashioned or whatever. Mm-hmm. Nikki's rollout is about sales, which, to be honest, nobody would have cared about her sales being what it is until she pointed out. Now we're going to point out every other thing that she should also be mad about if she's mad about that. So I, I look at her and I pray for her. She did DM me, by the way. Um, this did was. She call af- you ugly? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> that happens. N- Nikki sometimes. doesn't body shame. Nikki
1: body shames. That You're happened lying. In the last leaked DMs, no. Oh, where? Yeah. Well. No, so she didn't. Alright, carry it's on. It's
2: just unfortunate anyway, to see her at this point. I, she did DM me, but this is after I posted that she sold 190, mm-hmm. and she said it was fake news and all that. And she told me, she says, "I'm praying for you," and I'm like. I don't know why she'd be praying for me. I gave her 5K extra, so I'm praying for her now. Do you
1: guys think it's a coincidence that Drake brought out Travis?
0: Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quinn's is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. Like me, in a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/people today.
1: Scott, remember he got named oh, in the rampage man. last week.
3: I always say this when it comes to coincidences: sometimes you have coincidence, and sometimes you have design. Mm. And that's more of design than it is coincidence. So
1: Drake's message here was?
3: I think his message here was he fucked with Travis. I don't think it was a shot to Nicki. Why wouldn't you bring Travis out? It's not like he did it to spite. I don't think that he did it to spite her Mm -hmm. because he has a record on Travis's album. Right. Travis is hot as shit. If he's in Toronto, it makes sense to bring him out. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's the that's the best way to alley you somebody's shit. Uh, I'm not believing all that. It's just uh, a little really? bit tricky
1: because Nikki and Drake you, are close, we're close, are sometimes close. I would feel a way if I was out here calling Travis Scott names mm-hmm. and then my friend was bringing someone out, but I don't know the nature of their relationship. Yeah, I don't know the just nature of Just posing the question. Y'all yeah,
2: think I'm petty? I think Drake petty too. <laughs> Remember when he got mad at Kanye just because Kanye said he was tired of hearing for free on, on, on radio mm-hmm. all fucking day? Yeah, I can imagine when Nikki's tweeting... I'm tired of Spotify putting that nigga's face on that every playlist. Nigga. I can imagine Drake being like, yo, I thought we were friends. <laughs> also, I gotta, I'm gotta, i putting everything together. I believe she thinks that Drake is a secret hater. Drake ain't tweet her oh, album.
1: Your, that's your pick? Yeah. She did say, she teased. She teased the it's secret hater. She said it'll come in on the next episode.
2: Is mm. it's, it's my really? mind. Is Drake. Drake ain't tweet her fucking album drake ain't give her a fucking feature Mm. drake ain't popping up he's not on his album yeah but but i will say this when she got into a push of t i'm gonna give her a lot of credit for this she was on twitter like yo why y'all still questioning this pen like she was kind of riding out for him yeah she's going through turbulent times and drake is as silent as hell you know why because drake ain't gonna associate himself with crazy (laughs) <laughs> this chick is losing it i'm not getting down with that but look, however she did put her put herself up. but uh, hold on, one last okay. thing this is this is a very it's a very stark reminder to when was it two years ago when the meek situation was going on where she basically sat quiet while meek got at his credibility by writing mm-hmm. and now within the last couple of months when the pusher t-, t thing happened she was very vocal to say what? Y'all can't ever, like, get at his pen? Well, you sat quiet at one point because it benefited you. Drake, at this point, who got song with Travis Scott, he's doing business with Travis. You know he love the collies and, 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 and the Kendalls. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be very quiet while you get slandered by social media. And one thing that Drake has that she doesn't have, Drake knows how to play social media because when he was taking a fucking L, he shut the fuck up, mm-hmm. fell back, put out good music, did some goofy dances, linked up with Shiggy, went on tour, and hit behind Amigo.
1: Yeah, like you would say, once they think that you're triggered, they will mm. never let up, They'll man. they never stop. <laughs> they on your right, ass. Right,
2: right. <laughs> oh,
3: man. I, <laughs> that, was, that was good. But it's just, it's so bad to see her at this point. I Like, I never thought... Have you ever I'd seen
1: hit. a legend, someone of her status, have a meltdown like this? Mm. Not like beef. We've seen beef, but We've something seen a like lot of
3: this meltdowns. over... I, it's, we, that would be a whole show. To think about all the meltdowns. But what I, I say is, who's cosigning it? Like, who's standing next to it? Because when you're beefing with people or you have your grievances or your arguments or your points you're trying to make, you have people support when they feel like, oh, no, she's making a strong case or a strong point. And not she, but anybody. Mm-hmm. Who's standing behind this? Public- who's standing next to yeah. it?
2: I mean, and, and, and one last thing about the word cheating, as I used before. Um, Nicki Minaj was expected to do 120,000 before all the mm-hmm. shenanigans that she did. So I don't hear Nicki jumping out the window announcing that like, "Oh, you know what? I was the... That's what I'm saying. This is why uh, she's ungrateful. You were not even scheduled to do 200 when the week first started. Yep. After the weekend, you're not scheduled to do 200. Mm-hmm. You were scheduled to do like 125 to 150. You get with your team. It's frantic mode, panic mode. You're cussing out labels. Yo, we got to get number one. Then they're like, okay, let's get the finessing. It's too late. Mm. But if you did 125, trust me, the conversation wouldn't have been started by your own ego. A lot of people who have already been comparing you to other people Mm. on the come up, they would have been having a different conversation. Be happy with your 200. You're doing decent. Get your tour back on. I want to watch you perform Fifi. <laughs> and Gonza Burns. I mean, oh, to, take, to, take okay. four, to take
3: four years off, a lot of people lose their careers in four years, mm. you know? To, or they only have like a four, or five-year career. To take, we, we're talking about a 10-year run, and to take four years off from dropping the album and still come in as high as she did, like I said yesterday, she's just mad that she's not winning the way she's used to winning. And the public perception or opinion has swayed, it's changed. There's other people that have come up they looking to the other shit now. So if you want to get that spot back, earn it.
1: There's another episode of Queen Radio on the way, so don't think this mess is over just yet. But right now, let's get to my guy Young Thug. Wayno wasn't feeling Thugger's Rocket Man remix, which leaked this week at all, although Ak and I think it's fire, but maybe he'll come around. In the meantime though, here's what the guys thought of Slime Language, which is projected to sell over 50K in week one. Um, I love Young Thug. Ak, what do you, you think know. about this project? <laughs> this just seems so him to have a listening party, get locked up, and come home All right after.
2: Right. Uh Disappointed. Hmm. Disappointed. I will say this. I wish they, they'd let me know that this is not a Young Thug album. This is a compilation project oh, for YSL. Mm. I was about to say like, that, I, I thought it was Young Thug, so I'm going and listening, and the features, which by the way, I will always salute Thug for this, but you know what I mean, on his personal project or if it's an album that he's rolling out, I do want to see him collaborate with some of the greats that he always collaborates with. And of course, he had Uzi on there, but mostly was wide set. Like, he had his girlfriend rapping on there. Jericho Carlisle, she did her thing. Mm-hmm. It's the first time I heard her rap. Um, Gunna, uh, and sing. Lil Duke. Um, Duke always on his projects. Yeah. Always do do great. Gunna, you know, Gunna is in, bag, is in his bag these days. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had to join with Lil Baby, Uzi. But beyond that, was, Dolly was on there. It was a lot of, a lot of local, and, and I mean that very respectfully in terms of like, that's his camp mm-hmm. like his camp was was mm-hmm. on it and i wanted more thug i wanted more thug he was a little bit too free and letting everybody kind of get theirs off you yeah. get me and then i had to remind myself even though we anticipated or i thought it was a young thug album and maybe i didn't get the memo this is why young thug presents YSL. Uh-huh. Right, right right and um you know it's crazy like i wanted to disagree with act on something today
3: but yeah. it seems like we've been on the same page um <laughs> What I did like on there was uh, the drink Audemars. I think it's with Tracy T. Was, I, I, Tracy T signed with MMG a few years ago and he didn't. Get, he doesn't get as much shine. Mm-hmm. And he's one of the like he's a dope dude coming out of Atlanta but he doesn't get a lot of shine. I like that. But after listening to it, I, I really like Young Thug and Doses. I can't take a lot. And it just, the project was a little bit too long for me.
1: I never it, it, like, really feel like a long Young Thug project's too long either. Really? Like Jeffrey, I don't know, I like him. He makes good songs, he has good melodies. Jeffrey but was fire. I know, yeah, but Jeffrey this one, fine. this is the first Thugger i got project, not an album, I guess, or I find myself skipping a lot of songs, unfortunately.
3: I skipped a lot of songs, too. But I, I like every song with Gunner though. Every song with <laughs> Gunner. Yo, I could listen to Gunna rap about getting fly all day. Like, that's all he really raps about is getting fly. Like, but I, I love the way Gunner raps, like. But um, overall, it was like, it was cool. Like, I, I didn't really, I wasn't too impressed. Right. But it's not, it's not whack. But it's just, for me, it was a little bit longer than I anticipated mm-hmm. and a lot of features. Because then I looked, I said, yo, I said the same thing. This sounds like a compilation, and when I was listening to it, it says Young Thug and Young Stoner Life presents Slime Language. Yeah,
2: I would have came over here and slammed him for this weak-ass effort, except it's a a collaboration tape. So I'm really expecting, I I think he's still trying, and you know, know, a lot of artists who are on, they don't spend their limelight wasting on trying to get their niggas on. It's like, all right, man, when I'm kind of drying up, it's your turn, all right? Mm. But him dropping Slime Language now, a very anticipated project, and trying to give people looks... Give him credit for that. I'm waiting for his solo project. We're
1: all waiting for it. And where Mm -hmm. is it? What's he waiting for is a question.
2: He on tour. No, no, no. no, no, it's
1: like, Young (laughs) uh, Thug, he doesn't need to heat up, right? I feel like he could just drop a hit and like, let's get to the album. Like, what's taking so long?
2: Well, we should have got high tunes a long time ago. But I got to believe this is 300 trying to manage this situation. Also, Hmm. him probably changing his philosophy a bit because there was a time where he was dropping a mixtape every two months. Mm-hmm. Every two months. This has been the longest we've been without a thug a project. And I know we got super slimy, but like it's the longest we've been without a, a project. We, and also we got that the EP here, no evil. Right. So I think he probably is trying to change his philosophy a little bit. And three hundred, who as we could tell by their like little promo campaign, they're sending out snakes. They're doing this. They're, it was a gr- It was a dope rollout. That right. was a dope really
1: rollout, right? It felt yeah. like a rollout for a solo album,
2: right? Exactly. <laughs> it did. But it's probably. If I had to bet, he's coming again in the next four or five months, and it'll probably be either a mixtape or an album.
1: We don't want no mixtapes. Yeah, I can see. Let's just get the album. I think it's
2: mixtapes or albums. I don't know why they don't
3: call it an album. (laughs) Yo, that's all. I mean, we all perceive and we all take things in based on what they call them. Right. So if somebody says this is an EP, they all spending an album budget for it. Like even when somebody says this is a mixtape. They're spending their first album option money to make it. It's just
1: that he's the only rapper at his caliber that confuses me. That when I look back at his body of work, I don't know if I could be like, Uh, "Well, Thugger dropped uh, an official. I I I don't know. I don't know. When
2: you you look at Thugger, though, he's just always been confusing.
3: (laughs) That's a fact.
1: He's always
2: been confusing. I was about to echo your point. Young Thug definitely right now, I was going to say if y'all ready for the hot take. The hot take for me is... Young Thug is the greatest artist of our time that does not have that one essential album that just like defines his whole like artistry and like catalog. And it
1: upsets me that he doesn't. You
2: get me? The closest, I mean, you could probably pick one of the slime seasons that's pretty dope. You could probably say Jeffrey, but it's not that quintessential Thug album. And like I, when you think of when you think of thug, you think of
3: that like one of those.
1: Right. I want to be able to name a project, and it's not like he hasn't had enough incredible songs to put together to make one great body of work. It just feels like the songs are all over the place. Yeah,
3: it's everywhere. Everything is all over the place. Cause I don't, I I really don't know like I don't know his whole discography. I just know a bunch of songs everywhere. Like I don't know like like when I th- think of thug, I don't go to one project to just listen to that. Like I bounce around a lot, you know. But well, yeah, he doesn't have like that one. But I mean I maybe, honestly, like this whole him being on tour with Cole, Earth Gang, Jaden, all that shit, maybe a lot of a lot of new music is gonna come from that. Because I mean every time you see a tour, you usually see guys start to work together more after that. Maybe it's gonna come top of the year. When is this this tour over? Are we going to one of these shows?
1: We always say we're going. I'm going. I don't we'll know about y'all. Nowhere. I want to go. I I'm going. Go. I do want to go.
2: I'm at the Auburn and Vigo show. We, I definitely want to go there. Actually, Drake, give me some tickets, bro.
1: <laughs> I put in the request for you. you don't did? worry about it. I did. Yeah, nice. I got you. Um, but but
3: I mean, maybe something is gonna come after this tour is over.
1: You Young know? Thug and J Cole?
3: Hell yeah, they're gonna make a. Yo, they have to make a record. Like, I, of course, I would never want to hear like when I seen Cole get next to Pump. I n- don't want to hear that like. <laughs> cool that y'all got a chance to talk <laughs> and you gave that young man advice but I don't ever want to two of my it, favorite
1: rather. artists I just can't imagine them like doing like it, it, a few it, joints it, it together happen. but hey I'm here for it we just I just want to be able to look back and be like this was Stugger's classic album mm. I remember where I was the day this dropped I right. just want that moment as a fan I feel like I deserve it but whatever you know we we'll would be waiting <laughs> finally we love answering fan questions on the show here's one that didn't make it to YouTube this week
3: Yo, what's up Everyday Struggle? Y'all were talking about best duos ever last week and I was just wondering who do y'all think is the best duo out of all the new age rappers like Ski and X and Purp and Pump and Dex and Rich. Well, are we talking about that era or are we talking about just duos?
1: Duos now, but I'm just clarifying that we're not talking about like a group. Officially. Yeah, not groups. Yeah, uh, just, not just not people that collab.
3: So, I, yeah, I, I did some homework when I seen this question and I wrote some down. So, I say one of yeah. my... F-
1: <laughs> the heck!
3: One of my favorites, I say, is Ghostface and uh, raekwon mm-hmm. right? Um, Styles P and J to kiss Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg, right? The, the legends, Birdman and Little Wayne. Hmm. Yeah, people. Hmm. Lil Wayne don't feel like- <laughs> what do you mean? We talking <laughs> about duos?
2: Spit a spit, hot, spit three lines from a Birdman verse that him and Wayne was on song. I got to hit a
3: song. <laughs> Come on, man. But no, no, no. Like, Father Like Son album was fire. Let's not act like the album was a fire. Album yeah, was fire.
2: and Wayne was so hot, he made us tolerate Birdman. But <laughs> Wayne, I never...
3: and, Wayne and Birdman made a lot of great songs together. We're not great. A lot of good songs together. The, no,
2: okay. A lot of good but, songs but, All right. Together. But it's like you saying that LeBron James and Eric Snow was a dope. Wow. Do- Are you going to call Birdman Eric Snow?
3: Yes. Are you out of your mind so you never listen to I Got yeah. That Work? Hold on, hold on. Let's not go back to some big man. fresh, no yeah, nigga. Yeah. No nigga. Do we Let's want go. to
1: get back to contemporary? No, 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 or are we no. To... no, 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 no. Not well, I'm saying
2: no no, 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 no. Yeah, I go excuse him for acting like like <laughs> Birdman was was actually thrown up twenty when, when Wayne was dropping. No, 50. No, 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 no. He's not <laughs> dropping twenty when he's dropping. Birdman 50. was <laughs> thrown in five points. Um, one for not shooting. Listen,
3: listen. Pop bottles was a good song. Our bottles was a good song,
2: and his part sounded like an intro. Oh man, <laughs> damn! Look, this is only one duo. I, <laughs> I said, know, I no, know, right? no, right? I just jumping. Okay,
3: I'm not mad at that, but then I also would go to say like Black Star, Most Definitely, Talib Kwali. okay, and Method Man and Red Man, because they did more than Reddit, just mess. yeah, they did more. They did movies, mm-hmm. right? This and I like say a, for the newest school, like honestly, they haven't done so much, but I like every song that they've done together, A Boogie and Don Q. I feel like they they complement each other. So on that's artists.
1: your contemporary pick. That's my yeah. Hey boogie donkey. Yeah. That's dope. That's dope. Uh. Stop stroking your beard over there.
2: Right. I'm gonna keep it contemporary. This thing did the homework, and he named some of the iconic ones already. Got a little baby. Uh, they're mm. pretty good now. Rich Homie Quan and Thugga Thugga. All right. They had a little run. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Uzi and Cardi. Mm, they, that's a good they, one. They always seem to make hit songs together. Uh, and who else? Ferg and Rocky. I mean, Shopper Ranks was dope. Right. But do, do we count step. that since they're, like, they, they're they're the mob. They're the mob, but I mean they there's two rappers? It's like eight of them, so. Okay. And I also throw in um Ski Mask and, and X. Uh they were a good combination as well. I don't know and enough of that music. I'm I'm missing I'm missing one duo that I was thinking about before. Perp and Lil Pump, probably. Nah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> With all due respect to this. Two, you know <laughs> I mean? I heard nephew. <laughs> it's okay.
1: Are you missing uh, anyone from Atlanta? Which Atlanta. Think.
2: It's so many people, man.
1: People were paired up. Oh, who is so it? Many.
2: I had a name in mind. Well, whatever. Uh, and Drake and whoever the new hot person is.
1: No, so that, that ain't no duo. Yo,
2: I, I could say one Cut from Atlanta that Future people probably, probably
1: know and... Well, you didn't like the Drake and Future duo. How are you going to say one of the yeah. best? Well,
2: it was a duo before they did a the whole album.
1: Okay. <laughs> i say too that Straight. people
3: probably don't know much, but from Atlanta, Alley Boy and Trouble. I mean, but their th- shit was... Really, really dope when Duct Tape first first came out. You know, not that they haven't, but I haven't heard anything. Fun, I just with know about Atlanta like that. I think I know about Atlanta? I've been going to Atlanta since '99, b. I thought this nigga only knew about Harlem. <laughs> nah, <laughs> man. Go. I was listening. There we go. I was Let listening. Let Let listen.
1: How do you know about Linux Sav? You saw that in a rap video. I'm
2: always be talking about.
1: You never been to Atlanta, yo. No
2: cap, I definitely went to New York, and I remember I was driving around Harlem. I didn't know I was in Harlem, and I went with some chick who brought me to some place. And then they were like, "This is hard." And I said, like, "Oh, word!" So I try to go to every place I can mention. I wanted mm-hmm. to feel
3: like did it, it
1: live was- up to the hype? Could you feel his I essence? It, that's okay,
3: it. <laughs> that's his. That's his. But yeah, I think you know, I don't know if I have any more newer ones, but that's what I got.
1: We named some good ones, some yeah. good classic ones, some Uzi and Cardi. Like a lot more music coming this year too. Curious
3: to see About what. Way in two chains. I like that. Mm. Yeah, I I do like, I I wasn't crazy about that album, but I do like when they make records together, though. But I wasn't, that album wasn't the, I wasn't most happy with that.
2: Uh, I think they only have like two songs or three songs, but a duo I wish would work together a little bit more, Big Sean and Meek. Mm. I like Big Sean. That's that's interesting. I'd go, I mean. Meek and Rosé
3: is a nice duo, too. Meek and Rosé is a nice duo. And I mean, this is kind of typical, but Pusha and Kanye. Because I, I feel like when pushing and Kanye together, Pusher gets Kanye to rap a bit more. Like, Kanye knows he has to rap when he's with Pusher, so, mm. you know, like... What about God
1: Kids C ghosts then?
3: Uh, come on. They're Honey. still
1: doing this. They're about to take the show on tour, Kanye yeah. and Cudi. Nah? no. Don't one? get me to start talking about in that In album. front of
2: 100 people, like, uh, in L.A. recently.
1: Like a private show? Did
2: some low-key low shit. I'm cool on that. I feel like we are <laughs> missing on a bunch of duos, but y- you know what? Even some of these duos... Some of these duos are good in a certain period of time. And then some of these duos, like you realize, over the stretch of their career, as both artists grow, mm-hmm. they, they actually grow together. Or they still complement each other.
1: Well. Would we consider Remy and Fat Joe a duo in some Hell aspects? Yes. Hell are they yeah. one of the no, ones of you course. would
2: count? Some of their no, best course. records is together. And I
3: say not a, con- a, a contemporary. but This might not be more of a contemporary duo because they haven't done much. But who I would like to hear more from is Nav and Travis Scott. Beeb's in a trap. That's the first time I ever heard Nav.
1: Huh.
3: Not too fond of that
1: song. Really? I like that song. <laughs> I'm really not that. I didn't know that,
3: I didn't know who Nav was. Like, I, you know, people thought he was Justin Bieber. Yeah. Like, a lot of people thought he was Justin Bieber. I
1: do time. like that track a lot. Yeah,
3: I like that record. I mean, I would like to hear more from them to see if they could get more out of each other. Oh, Thugger Thugger and Fuge. Yes. Mm. Oh,
1: okay. Mm. Okay. super slimy. Do we super like super slimy? slimy. Hey,
3: let's get to. Let me, got, let, let me, let me ask you this question. Thugger,
2: Thugger, and Future, or Drake and Future? Thugger and Future. Thugger and Future? Thug and Future. Yeah. They ride bikes together. They got matching tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> D- Yo. Drake don't got that. Crap.
1: We could take Drake and Future if they really gave us a good project and then just throw some garbage together.
2: I got one last one.
3: I got Gucci Mane and Young Scooter.
1: Gucci Mane and Young Scooter? They
3: did a, I did, they did a free bricks together, because Gucci did the first free bricks with uh, Future, Mm-hmm. I think him and Young Scooter did. I know they did a tape together. I mean, it might be Freebricks too. I could be wrong, but I think Young Scooter is one of the guys from Atlanta. Like his
2: legal shit got in the way of his career because right. he was on his way heavy. And, right. and since we pulling out some of the joints or some of the artists are c- combinations that mm-hmm. the fans might not know about, everybody should know about this. But uh, Lil Bibby and G Herbo. Oh
3: yes, mm. yeah. See, Adnan got me got that one. Got that one. one. Yep. Look he at his was face. holding that guys, shit. You guys can't
1: see his face. He's he, so he <laughs> feeling a himself right He had fucking three the buzzer
3: with that one. He had mm-hmm. the, All right. had the You got that, Hack. You got that. Yeah, I so can't. Uno right there, man? Wait,
1: what about Uno, Uno, nigga. The West Coast? I feel like we got to pair up some people on West Coast. Maybe YG a YG and Nipsey, yeah, right? They're supposed to give us that tape. They could be a good team. YG and Nipsey.
3: I mean, Little Reese and Jeef Keef have never been at the height together that they were with would don't like, but don't like was this shit. (laughs) Chano
1: and Gambino, they're working on a project. Chance and Gambino could be a good duo. Uh,
2: We got to hear some shit. (laughs) That's on that paper shit. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you really
1: really that skeptical of Chance the Rapper and Childish Gambino? Yes. Like of all the artists that we think might put out trash music,
2: come on. Not really, but I'm not going to just like, I'm naming people that work together like Peanut Butter and Jelly. Like you could like two things separately and they come together (laughs) and they don't create that epic combo. Some people are better together then sometimes they even
3: I think the only person that could fuck that up is Chance. How? I think Too shit. much praying? I, <laughs> no, it's never too much praying. He's talking to shit these days. It's never too much praying, but I think yeah. that Chance is the only one that could make us be like, uh.
1: Wait, how? How? First of I, all, just they're friends, right? They're cool, like, right. you know, gave him a look early. So this isn't like something they would just stitch together. It's right. been years in the making, but I'm curious why you think that.
3: The only reason why I think that is because, for me... I'm not the biggest Chance fan, right? I'm, I'm not. Were
1: no. you a fan of Chance on Kanye's album? Like, try to imagine... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, cool I, I like the Jersey fire. Try to imagine sort of the beats, the I melodies Gambino comes with, with Chance just going off. I like the
3: few off. of those. I like the few of those. But the, like, like I said, some things are just better individually. Okay. Right? Um, but I, I'm not mad at it. I'm not saying... I, I, I just feel like if it goes wrong, it's going to be because of Chance, not because of Childish.
1: That's a hot take.
2: You feel me? Well, listen. I want to hear "This Is Chicago." I flip off "This Is America." <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Okay.
1: That think do a remix all the Chicago. No, no, no. That would be a very
2: socially conscious song. Like One Blood. <laughs> remember how you did it,
1: One
0: Blood? <laughs> all right, right?
2: <laughs> Where he played like <laughs> All the Bloods on one version. The Game of Fifty, man, they're a gr- great duo. They're a great duo as well. They were. The were a great duo. They were. Right? They,
3: were. Yeah.
2: they were.
1: Right. They were. They all right. There's our list. I hope that answered your fan question. Um. That's it. All right, guys, that's our show for this week. We'll catch you here every Friday on the Everyday Struggle podcast.
0: Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.